Louis B alongside Andy Fan Twos, about half an hour away from kickoff here at Tim Hortons Field. And uh, time to speak with the enemy. Speaking with the enemy, and we're very pleased to be joined now by Mark Steven. He's the radio voice of the Calgary Stampeders. Mark, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. And uh, welcome to Hamilton. How is the uh, how has the uh, hometown been treating you here? Nice, nice and warm. It was uh, almost frost on the, the windows in Calgary. So nice to get out here into this nice heat. I guess the summer left Alberta. Here's where it came. It's really, really been nice. Coach, do you think that affects the players uh, coming from the the drier climate into the humidity like this? I guess you could no, be I don't. me that, but... <laughs> yeah, I could... I could not really. Uh, you know, I think the one thing, uh, the one place where Calgary does have an advantage, and Andy can certainly speak to it, is Calgary's elevation. That's the one uh, advantage. It's harder to play in Calgary if you're a visiting player. A little easier if you're a home player. You're used to the uh, thinner air. So when you're down near sea level or much closer to sea level, it's a little easier to play. Mark, someone... Uh, who is local and, and used to this area. The d defensive coordinator, Brent Monson, grew up in this area, played played football at St. Thomas More, played for the Burlington Braves, coached at Bishop Thomas, Taunus, and a little bit at McMaster. Did you get a chance to speak with him uh, about the return to the Hamilton area? Oh, yeah, he, he loves it back here. Everything you said, his football roots are here. I mean, the reason he's in Calgary is he sent out hundreds of resumes once uh, he decided he wanted to be a coach, and Calgary was uh, one of the couple that responded right off the bat. I'm sure if he sent out his resume now, a lot more people would be responding, but at the time, he was relatively untested and untried. So he's certainly uh, got his Hamilton roots, but uh, he's moved full-time to Calgary now. And speaking of the coaching staff, I mean, Dave Dickinson, uh, this is probably pretty unfamiliar territory for Dave Dickinson, a two and four football team this late in the season. Uh, how is he kind of handling the uh, the, the adversity that he's uh, faced with his club here in the first uh, six weeks? Well, no question. It's not very familiar. That's for sure. The Stampeders, you know, will come to the halfway point after tonight under 500. He's been okay. He's been trying to push ahead and uh, maintain calm because, you know, I, I always believe you play as your coach. So he's trying to maintain a little bit of urgency, but also maintain a bit of a calm uh, sense in everything because, you know, he's got to look at the long term here. But not not ideal, but uh, I think they're starting to get the gears in motion here. The Labor Day back-to-back -back in Alberta was very, uh, well, similar to the Ontario matchup in very uh, lopsided games in the opposite direction uh, on the back-to-back -back weeks. What, what did you, what was your take on why, what, for the, the positive turnaround for the Calgary Stampeders? Well, when they came uh, into Edmonton, first of all, uh, they had a dominant defensive line performance. That's as good as they played in years, the way they just uh, harassed Harris, and they did sack him seven times. Uh, very timely receptions by Kamar Jordan and other receivers as well. Bo Levi Mitchell just seemed to recover from a pretty rocky start in the first quarter in a bit, and then picked it up and got going. I wouldn't say it was his absolute best game ever, but he did what he does best, and that's drag the Stampeders across the finish line with the win, which he's been very successful at. So I would say it was a combination of those things that got the Stampeders back on track uh, in Edmonton last week. Their defense really stepped up as well, especially you know bouncing back after a performance where it looked like Trevor Harris just had a field day in Calgary, then uh, you shut him down. They shut him down in uh, in Edmonton. Uh, this defense is probably licking their chops, the opportunity to go up against a, a CFL quarterback making his first pro start. 
Well, a couple of things. First, the uh, secondary really heard it from the coaching staff after the Monday Labor Day game in Calgary. Uh, they did not play well, and they responded. Number two, I understand what you're saying about uh, Watford and this being his first start, but I'll just uh, remind people, I wonder if Montreal was thinking the same thing when Jake Mayer walked on the field about a month ago. So, you know what? Sometimes all a guy needs is for the door to be open, and he gets a chance here. He's a good-looking, athletic guy. He can run well. Is that going to work tonight? I guess we'll find out. But uh, sometimes, like I say, you just got to open the door for somebody and see what he does. Well said. These are two teams with uh, recent history having the best special teams performances in the, in the league and uh, two you know, great coaches in Killam and, and Reinbolt. Uh, have you seen any trick plays being practiced this week? <laughs> Well, I won't be bringing them up if I did. They actually only had one, one full practice, one practice, two practices, and uh, no, uh, it was pretty much business as usual as far as everything was concerned. I, I promise he's not on the line, yeah. Coach Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did want to ask about uh, kind of you know this this Calgary team. Obviously, they had some expectations, but a guy who's been playing really well. And it's just such a great story. We mentioned it a little bit earlier. It's Kamar Jordan, and he, he had mentioned it throughout the week that he, he wants to finish a season. He, he hasn't done that yet. He's such a great story. You know, what, what have you seen from him through the first six weeks here that's really impressed you? Well, first of all, just the determination. You're right. The backstory on him, he suffered a really gruesome knee injury at Labor Day 2018. That took him out for the balance of 18, most of 19, save for the playoff game. I guess if there's anything good about last year, and there isn't much, but it's the fact he had the full year to rehab it. So he's back to where he was. He's a very tall, inviting target, big, long strider, great reach, and uh, kind of fearless out there. So it is a great story, and I've just seen him back to where he was because when he went down in 18, he was the league-leading receiver and was on his way to a phenomenal year, uh, you know, just the situation where he was injured, and uh, now he's back on top. Certainly a very special player. I love the coach's comment about we forgot how good he was, you know, that that was a good one. But as a well, player who – oh, sorry, go ahead. Just going to say because for three years all you see him do is rehab work, which is far short of playing in a game. So. As a player who suffered a potential career-ending injury myself back before I even started in the CFL, I, I know how hard it can be both physically and mentally to get back on the field. So I love how he's uh, – He's been out there, and, and not just out there, but being the go-to guy yeah. and, and getting back to his 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 prime form. Yeah. So good for him. Well, he, he moved to Calgary to, to work on rehab. So he's uh, stayed in the off-seasons, uh, most of the off-seasons the last few years, and just worked out. Yeah, one more before I let you go here. The Calgary Stampeders will win this game if... Bolivar Mitchell uh, passes for over 300 yards. And the Stampeders hold the catch to under 21st down. All right. Very specific. So, so I'd say something to keep our eye on. Uh, Mark, appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. I hope we're back in December to talk to you guys again.